Welcome to Open Source News. I am here this lovely Friday morning, happy Friday, to give you all of the latest and the breakdown. And folks, the indictment of President Trump by DA Alvin Bragg seems to be a little bit more robust and complicated than originally thought to the point where President Trump was even surprised by it. Let's get into this. Let's start off with Joe Biden, who generally is not at a loss for words, but appears to be so now. Mr. President, do you think that the charges against Trump are politically motivated? Isn't that interesting? All of a sudden, Biden has no comment on Trump. Probably a smart move. Let's go to another Joe. This time, Joe Tacopina, President Trump's attorney, on how this news was received. Joining us now, Joe Tacopina, one of the attorneys representing Donald Trump. Mr. Tacopina, good morning to you. Good morning, Savannah. What was the president's reaction when told by his lawyers of this indictment? What would your reaction have been if you were Donald Trump? Think about that and then contrast that with President Trump's reaction. Or, as you'll see here, reactions. You know... Despite all the scuttlebutt and rumors and whatnot, we believed and hoped that rule of law would have prevailed. So he initially was was shocked. He was shocked because he thought that perhaps rule of law would prevail. That even though he had announced last Saturday that he'd be arrested on Tuesday, all of the news seemed to indicate that Alvin Bragg, who we know didn't have a case, was having a hard sell of this. So... We were all hopeful that perhaps nothing would happen after all. But that's President Trump. And like winners, that was his first reaction. But that kind of reaction in winners doesn't last long. They go into beast mode after that. After we got over that, um, he, you know, he put a notch on his belt and he, uh, you know, he decided we have to fight now. And, And he got into a... You know, a typical Donald Trump posture where he's ready to to be combative on, on something that he believes is an injustice. Um, his knees don't buckle Savannah, so I, I think uh, he's now in the posture that he's he's ready to fight this. All right, so you can see there Joe Takapina talking into uh, the Today Show, uh, Savannah Guthrie. President Trump was hopeful that the rule of law would prevail. And when he got the indictment, he was like, oh, well, and then he went into Trump mode. Because that's what winners do. I've taught my children, because I've learned from life and from other mentors, that when something sucks and you're handed, I'm not going to do the, the, uh, the, when you hand it lemon, uh, lem, lemons make lemonade, but when you're handed something or something, you, you get a blow or, or disappointment, you can whine and commiserate and be upset about it because we are human for just a few moments, like literally just a few moments. And then you immediately go into strategic mode. How are we going to solve this? How are we going to win or overcome this challenge? That's what President Trump is. That's what President Trump does. And that is what Trump will do. 
All right, so here are the details of what we know is that President Trump is expected to surrender to the DA's office next week. We don't know what that'll look like. Are they he's gonna be in handcuffs? Uh, you know, obviously he's gotta go in. How it works is he goes in for his arraignment, he hears the counts, he gives his plea, then whatever bail has to be set, uh, he pays, and then he's fingerprinted and he's mugshot. And you know that uh, CNN, everyone's going to be there, salivating at the mouth to get uh, coverage of that. But that's what we can expect. We got this statement from Alvin Bragg, the disgusting Georgie Porgie, district attorney of Manhattan, a Zorro-funded man himself. This evening, we contra- uh, contacted Mr. Trump's attorney to coordinate his surrender to the Ma- Manhattan DA's office for an arraignment on a Supreme Court indictment, which remains under seal. Guidance will be provided when the arraignment date is selected. And that, of course, is expected to be sometime next week. But here's how the filing went down. Very, very interesting. According to the Washington Post, arrest warrants are typically issued automatically when an indictment is filed against a defendant who has not been previously charged in a criminal complaint. In this case, the indictment was filed behind closed doors after the clerk's office at New York Supreme Court in Manhattan was closed for the day. The doors had been locked while the historic document was being formally filed, a stark departure from normal practices. If there's anything we've seen, we've seen that the witch hunt against President Trump, the animus and the weaponization of the government against a sitting and against a person running for a president, President Trump in 2016, then a person who's president-elect to the president, and then the president, and then a former president. Everything we've seen against President Trump before, during, and after his first term as president has been a stark departure from normal practices. And... Let's go to New York where they are uh, preparing, as of yesterday, outside their uh, Manhattan criminal court, barricades, police, and a whole lot of press. Yesterday, from what I've been able to see, that's pretty much what you saw. Not any protesters. Not, I don't think I saw any protesters. There might have been a few, but uh, nothing what they're, ex- uh, what they're expecting. Why? Well, New York Police Department uh, has ordered all police officers to be in uniform and prepare for mobilization today because of what happened yesterday. Top brass of the New York Police Department issued a memo on Thursday instructing all officers to wear their uniforms and prepare for mobilization following the Manhattan Grand Jury indictment of former President Donald Trump. The internal NYPD memo obtained by uh, PX11 News said that officers of all ranks should perform their duties in uniform and be prepared for mobilization beginning Friday morning. The New York Police Department and other law enforcement agencies have been on heightened alert since last week in anticipation of the looming grand jury decision in the Manhattan District Attorney's case. And then, of course, we have a flag of false origin. Uh, They were trying to bolster that, oh, domestic terrorism, I don't believe this to be an actual... Uh, MAGA person who did this, but as I reported last Friday, a powdery substance and a threatening letter 
were found inside a mailroom at Bragg's office. The New York Police Department environmental protection officials isolated and removed the suspicious letter and testing determined there was no dangerous substance. That came from Bragg spokesperson Daniel Filson. And I wouldn't put it past the folks that this was, in fact, a hoax planned by themselves. There probably was nothing there. So what is this all about? Well, uh, you may have heard of the strategy of tension. They are trying to, this is what we saw on January 6th, strategy of tension is a policy wherein violent struggle is encouraged rather than suppressed. The purpose is to create a general feeling of insecurity in the population and make people seek security in a strong government. This is supposed to pave the way for a more authoritarian and evil, even neo-fascist government. We saw that in January 6th, right? The actual provocateurs were the FBI and Fed operatives. And then they can say, oh my gosh, because there wasn't, there wasn't going to be violence from the January 6th people. So it's an Antifa and other people to do that, that they can blame on January 6th, put thousand, you know, 800,000 people in jail and say, we need to do this to protect our government because it's under attack. It was an insurrection. They were trying to uh, overturn craziness. And that's what they're hoping will happen uh, with President Trump. I have a feeling that people were a lot wiser this time around. Anyhow, let's go over to the meme verse. Some interesting memes out there. Uh, this looks like uh, Dolly. This looks like uh, AI generated pictures. Someone probably put in um, requested art of President Trump running, uh, running away from police being arrested. I mean, the the, the uh, pardon the pardon me saying this, but this seems to be the wet dreams of the left and the uh, the, the the fantasies of the TDS riddled crowd. Got this President Trump, but this is actually pretty good. I might end up using this as a thumbnail. I don't know, uh, uh, President Trump, you know, resisting arrest. And then finally, President Trump being accompanied to jail, to his arraignment. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. And this, oh, this is never going to happen. But boy, this might make a better thumbnail. I actually had another thumbnail planned. But I'm looking at these again and maybe changing my mind. But this is what they want to see. President Trump break down on the stand and cry. Fat chance that's not going to happen. President Trump is going to fight like hell in court with lawyers because this is a BS prosecution. Even the federal government didn't bring this. It had to take Georgie Porgy and the Zoro money to make this happen. Now, folks, we'll get into this, but let's remember, it's not just Alvin Bragg who did this. He convinced a grand jury to bring down indictments. So we're going to get into this, that that's a little bit more heavy than perhaps we thought at first brush. Not that it's right or that it's justified, but there's more to it. Here's President Trump's statement. This is political persecution and election interference at the highest level in history. From the time I came down the golden escalator at Trump Tower, and even before I was sworn in as your president of the United States, the radical left Democrats, 
the enemy of the hardworking men and women of this country, have been engaged in a witch hunt to destroy the Make America Great movement. You remember it just like I do. Russia, Russia, Russia. The Mueller hoax. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Impeachment hoax one. Impeachment hoax two. The illegal and unconstitutional Mar-a-Lago raid. And now this. The Democrats have lied in their obsession with trying to get Trump. But now they're done, they've done the unthinkable. Indicting a completely innocent person in an act of blatant interference. Uh, he goes on to say, never before in our nation's history has this been done. The Democrats have uh, done countless things over the decades, including spying on my campaign, but weaponizing our justice system to punish a political opponent who just so happens to be a president of the United States and by far the leading Republican candidate for president has never happened before ever. Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg, who has who was handpicked and funded by George, is a disgrace. Rather than stopping the unprecedented crime wave taking over New York City, he's doing Joe Biden's dirty work, ignoring the murders and burglaries and assaults he should be focused on. This is how Bragg spends his time. I believe this witch hunt will backfire massively on Joe Biden. The American people will realize exactly what the radical left Democrats are doing here. Everyone can see it. So our movement and our party United and Strong will defeat Alvin Bragg and then we will defeat Joe Biden and we are going to throw every last one of these crooked Democrats out of office so we can make America great again. I think we should not just throw them out of office when President Trump wins, but we should throw their arses in jail. Of course, after a proper investigation, indictment, arrest, and trial. And not at the speed or lack of speed of one John Durham, as I reported a few days ago, but at the rapid speed that we saw before and have seen. That's what we want to see. We don't just want to see President Trump win re-election next year. We want to see these treasonous, traitorous, unconstitutionally acting, hateful rat bastards in jail fined and their lives ruined for ruining America. Trump campaign fundraiser of uh, Trump campaign fundraiser of the month Alvin Bragg. President Trump said it's going to backfire and I believe it's going to backfire massively. We've got Carrie Lake. I think she her voice resonates with how we're feeling. They just indicted President Trump. Unfortunately for them, this will only make him stronger. I didn't think I could possibly support him more. But this political witch hunt today only strengthens our resolve to fight. We've got your back, Mr. President. I don't know about you, but I have never supported Donald J. Trump more than I do in this moment. That's what Carrie Lake tweeted out. Then she had a statement that I think really goes into more detail. And I think a lot of us will resonate with this. This is a dark moment in the history of our nation. The radical left and their weaponized criminal justice system have crossed all legal and ethical lines in an attempt to destroy the 45th and 47th president of the United States of America, Donald J. Trump. Jailing your political opponents based on frivolous, politically motivated accusations is something that you'd expect to see out of third world dictatorships and, ba 
or banana republics. And now, after a relentless assault on our beloved United States Constitution and our institutional norms, the radical left has accelerated this country's decline into a broken system that allows for the political persecution of anyone who threatens the status quo. The only crime that Donald Trump committed was beating Hillary Clinton. All this other garbage they've thrown at him is just theater, distractions from that original sin. The American people watched the lawless Clinton dynasty defy the rule of law for over two decades, and they have had a belly full. Donald Trump was the palate cleanser. He did wonders for this country. He made America great again. Now the crooked legal system is trying to deny the American people a chance at a second helping. President Trump denies any wrongdoing. He has produced numerous pieces of evidence from the grand jury star witnesses, Stormy Daniels and Michael Cohen, refuting these accusations. It's also quite clear that the only potential wrongdoing here would be an FEC crime punishable by a fine, not potential imprisonment. The political persecution should receive bipartisan condemnation. The precedent this sets threatens to further divide a nation that already seems to be on the verge of tearing itself apart. You want to beat President Donald Trump? Get more votes than him in November 2024. Only cowards bend the law in order to silence the will of the American people. I unequivocally stand behind President Donald J. Trump and in defense of the rule of law. I am calling on all others to do the same. Now we have this other meme. For those listening to this program, it's Joe Biden sitting with a Hunter Biden and says, Hey, Dad, let's watch Trump get arrested on my laptop. A stark reminder that President Biden's son, and yes, it pains me to say President Biden, but he is currently in the Oval Office signing executive orders that are being executed and um, ruining this country. The laptop was hidden by the FBI. 149 crimes on that laptop and Hunter Biden gets to fly in on Air Force One and is free as a bird. Not to mention Joe Biden, multiple crimes and is allowed to stay in the Oval Office. And even the Republicans who now control the House have not brought forth an impeachment against Joe Biden nor against Alejandro Mayorkas. The Clintons have gotten away with all kinds of crimes. The crooked FBI gotten away with all kinds of crimes. So yeah, hey dad, let's watch Trump get arrested on my laptop. It's a pretty good meme because it shows, and I don't know who created this, if it's a a, a pro-Trump or a pro-Joe Biden person or neither, but it just shows you that we definitely do live in a banana republic with a two-tier justice system in meme form. And here I have a picture of President Trump in a <laughs> an orange sport coat or suit coat. That is once again the fantasy of the leftists who hate President Trump. With a possible future time cover of President Trump in, obviously these are Photoshop, time with President Trump sitting in a seat in an orange jumpsuit. Donald Trump, Groper-in-Chief of the Divided States of America. The Groper-in-Chief of the Divided States of America, of course, in reality, is Joe Biden. Given what we know, who really deserves to be indicted and arrested for crimes? 
a reminder if you or newsflash if you missed my report on this the house gop thanks to matt gates and marjorie taylor green are actually going to have tara reed testify before them tara reed of course making accusations and alleging with corroborating witnesses at that time and even on larry king that her daughter was sexually, violently sexually assaulted by Joe Biden when she was a staffer many years ago. Okay, we got. Spe- uh, let's get into the reaction, and then let's get into the new details we have about the actual indictment. But we got Speaker McCarthy saying Alvin Bragg has irreparably damaged our country in an attempt to interfere uh, in our process coming up. As he routinely frees violent criminals to terrorize the public, he weaponized our sacred system of justice against President Donald Trump. The American people will not tolerate this injustice, and the House of Representatives will hold Alvin Bragg and his unprecedented abuse of power to account. Let's see if that actually happens. Uh, here's Ron DeSantis's, Ron DeSanctimonious, Meatball Ron, whatever you want to call him. I call him Governor Ron DeSantis. The weaponization of the legal system to advance a political agenda turns the rule of law on its head. It is un-American. The Zorro, Georgie Porgy, backed Manhattan district attorney has consistently bent the law to downgrade felonies and to excuse criminal misconduct. Yet now he is stretching the law to target a political opponent. Florida will not assist in an extraction, excuse me, Florida will not assist in in an extradition request given the questionable circumstances at issue with this. He mentions it twice. Georgie Porgy-backed Manhattan prosecutor and his political agenda. You'll have noticed, I will have, I noticed, and many people have noticed, that Ron DeSantis does not mention Trump by name. But we are happy to see that he is not going to assist in this extradition because of its questionable circumstances. Which, of course, isn't saying anything because President Trump and his legal team have already said that they're not going to fight extradition. They're going to cooperate and show up. So this is uh, flexing of Ron DeSantis on something that he will never have to prove if he's just all talk or if he was, would be willing to walk the walk. Uh, of course, Ron DeSantis last week said he had no interest in getting involved in a potential extradition of President Trump and took a dig at President Trump last week, as we covered previously. What does the RNC have to say? Nothing strong. Weak as Ronna McDaniel, who was put there because of Trump. I don't know, maybe to appease. Uh, she is the, what is it? She's the niece of the one of the worst Republican senators in the history of the country. The worst one now that I can think of. Unfortunately, he is the senator from my current resident state of Utah. And I'm talking about uh, Mittens Romney. This is what Ron McDaniel, GOP chairwoman, and let's not make it guilty by association, but she is a rhino, just like her uncle, uh, the failed 2012 uh, presidential candidate, Mitt Romney. When our justice system is weaponized as a political tool, it endangers all of us. This is a blatant abuse of power from a DA focused on political vengeance instead of keeping people safe. And that's in response to the 
news of President Trump's indictment. You'll notice once again, no support for President Trump like Ron DeSantis. Maybe this is a Ron thing. Ron and McDaniel and Ron DeSantis don't actually like to mention Trump, but like to make comments to look like they're tough. But here's the real tough guy, President Trump. These thugs and radical left monsters have just... Yes, it's one of President Trump's typos. If you're listening to this, it says indicated, but President Trump obviously been in- indicted. So let's start over again. Grammar Nazis, don't get your panties all up in a bunch. These thugs and radical left monsters have just indicted the 45th president of the United States of America and the leading Republic candidate by far for the 2024 nomination for president. This is an attack on our country, the likes of which have never been seen before. It is likewise a continuing attack on our once free and fair uh, system. The USA is now a third world nation, a nation in serious decline. So sad. Okay, we've got his son, Eric Trump, blasting the indictment as an opportunistic targeting of a political opponent in a campaign year. That is what Eric 39 said to an exclusive to Daily Mail. And uh, let's get into the meat of let's get into the meat of this stuff, folks. This is this is what we have. Uh, this is the opportunist. This is the opportunistic targeting of a political opponent in a campaign year, said a 39-year-old second son of the ex-head of state of the grand jury's decision. They are ruthlessly attacking my father because he dared challenge a political elite. This is Exhibit A to the decline of American law. Okay, folks, this may be a little bit more than we were led to believe as we are now getting reporting that the New York prosecutors were also looking into a supposed $150,000 payment made to former Playboy model Karen McDougal. This may be just, this may be more than just Stephanie Clifford, a.k.a. Stormy Daniels. We've uh, got this reporting, and I don't know where that uh, story went. Uh, Great. Let's see if we can. There we go. Trump grand jury digs into hush money paid to second woman. Manhattan prosecutors have pressed witnesses on money paid to former Playboy model Karen McDougal. Manhattan prosecutors investigating Donald Trump's role in hush money to his porn star have been examining a $150 payment to a former Playboy model who alleged that she had an affair with the former president, according to people familiar with the matter, raising the prospect that Mr. Trump could face charges connected to the silencing of both women. A Manhattan grand jury voted to indict um, Mr. Trump yesterday, not President Trump, of course, that's the Wall Street Journal. He is and always will be barely Mr. Trump. They wouldn't even want to call him Mr. Trump at that. They wanted to probably call him Donald. Man, has the Wall Street Journal fallen. Mr. Bragg's office has been presenting a grand jury with evidence of Mr. Trump's involvement in a $130,000 payment to porn star Stormy Daniels since January. In these proceedings, the people said Mr. Bragg's prosecutors also have questioned grand jury witnesses extensively about an an earlier deal involving Karen McDougal, Playboy Magazine's Playmate of the Year in 1998, who says she began a 10-year, sorry, 10-year, 10-month relationship with Donald Trump in in 2006. The extent of the prosecutor's interest in Ms. McDougal hasn't been previously reported. Prosecutors could only, could use any McDougal, okay, Prosecutors could use any McDougal evidence either to bring charges directly related to the McDougal payment or to establish an alleged pattern 
of conduct by Mr. Trump that people said. Participants in the deals with both women alleged that Mr. Trump played a central role. A spokeswoman for Mr. Bragg declined to comment. A lawyer for Ms. McDougal didn't respond to requests for comment. So what the Wall Street Journal is saying here is that it's not just about Stephanie Clifford, a.k.a. Stormy Daniels, but it is also about McDougal and either she is going to be there to bolster the case against President Trump with Stormy Daniels or she is part of this as well, that the indictments have to do with both of them. That's right. You heard me say indictments. I'll get to that in just a moment. A spokesman for Mr. Trump said there was no crime. It is sad to see radical Democrats and their partners in the media try to resurrect a dead witch hunt. Okay, but let's go to Ms. McDougal. Ms. McDougal allegedly signed a contract. Oh, okay. Ms. McDougal signed a contract with the publisher of the National Enquirer in August 2016 that gave the company exclusive rights to her story of an affair with Mr. Trump. American Media Incorporation, a longtime ally of Mr. Trump, bought Ms. McDougal's story to take it off the market and prevent her from telling it elsewhere, a tabloid practice known as catch and kill. The publisher later acknowledged to federal prosecutors. The Wall Street Journal first revealed the payment to Ms. McDougal in November 2016. Mr. Trump's lawyers have said he wasn't aware of the payments to Ms. McDougal until after the deal was done. Mr. Trump denies that he had an affair with Ms. McDougal. So she was going to talk. They bought the story to get the exclusive rights, and then they never published it. Okay? So that's what they mean by catch and kill. You catch the story by getting exclusive, and then you kill the story by it never being published. A grand jury testimony of David Pecker, the former chief executive of American Media, has tied Mr. Trump directly to the payment to Ms. McDougal to an alleged broader scheme to suppress negative stories about Mr. Trump during his 2016 presidential campaign, according to some of the people familiar with the matter. Mr. Pecker in January was among the first witnesses to testify before the grand jury, and he returned for a second appearance earlier this week. So that is why perhaps this is more than just Stormy Daniels. Uh, let me remind you that they're going, okay, let's just play down the middle here. Let's play fair. Let's play devil's advocate, whatever you want to call it. Let's say President Trump, uh, let's say that Stormy Daniels and Ms. McDougal were both paid hush money to not muddy the waters in 2016 when President Trump was running for president. These are, according to the left and the Democrats, who of course they're not even hypocritical because they have no they have no moral compass with which to be hypocrites. They're just sons and daughters of Satan, the grand liar. So let's just say that these Luciferians are at an interesting point because they're always about, oh, it's consenting adults. What happens in private doesn't concern us. So if this is true, that we have two grown women and a grown man entering into what the left says is no, what happens in your bedroom is no one's business. They enter an agreement not to talk about it, to uh, hush this up. Payment is made. According to the left, this is no crime. You know, they go everything from sex work is work to my body, my choice to, you know, keep yourselves out of my bedroom. But all of that, of course, is off the table when the mission is get Trump. Now, I've been saying indictments. Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg has been widely criticized for his handling of the case. Many say it has no legs and is driven by his own 
political hatred of Trump. But here's the thing, folks. He had to present this to a grand jury. And they have, yes, there has been indictment against President Trump. And according to CNN, CNN is reporting that there are more than 30 counts related to business fraud. This is more than just Stormy Daniels. Now, they can say the business fraud is because the payments weren't properly accounted for or whatever, a misdemeanor at best. But according to CNN and their inside sources, and not that CNN is trustworthy, but they have people selectively leaking. Remember, this is a grand jury. We're not supposed to know anything about this. But now CNN is getting word that there are more than 30 counts related to business fraud. Interestingly enough, interestingly enough, excuse me, CNN even points out the fact that when asked by CNN's Wolf Blitzer whether Cohen's payments to silence women who claimed affairs with Donald Trump were a crime, even CNN reported that Mike Pence said that the self-described fixer went to jail for lying to Congress. Interesting that CNN would even try to play down the middle by quoting Mike Pence on that, reminding everyone that if this all hinges on Michael Cohen, it's a weak case. He guy literally went to jail for lying to Congress. Now we got uh, Bob Costa uh, saying, Bob Costa saying, sources familiar with the investigation tell CBS Tonight that Bragg has some documents that have been uncovered during the probe but are not yet known to the public or been reported. Both financial records and communications between key figures will use these as testimony. And I saw elsewhere that the report was that there were 34 indictment counts altogether. We'll cover that, uh, not live, but but maybe, maybe if we, we have a heads up, we'll cover it live uh, on this program. I never really do live coverage. That might be something worth looking into. CNN also wanted to remind their readers that... Trump's in a whole bunch of legal entanglements. And isn't it interesting that even though there's all these supposed legal entanglements, the federal government with the full might of uh, TDS guy himself, Merrick Garland, couldn't get Trump. He's got the Fulton County DA trying to get him on RICO conspiracy charges in Georgia. He's had Letitia James, the New York State AG, go after him for a long time. Nothing E. Jean Carroll with allegations of sexual assault against President Trump years ago. No corroboration, no evidence. It's been dropped. Um, Peter Strzok in the DOJ. Supposedly uh, the police officers, I guess this is the January 6th folks. Um, the Mar-a-Lago investigation with the special uh, prosecutor, Jack Smith. And of this wheel here, only Manhattan DA so far has been able to bring an indictment. And it probably is going to be a farce. Now, how did the Democrats react? We're coming uh, down to the end of this, folks, because I want to end on a positive note. But we got uh, the Minnesota squad member uh, with dubious ways of... Look, folks, I think it's pretty much fact here that we know that there was illegal immigration and lying to, to, to get uh, immigrants into the country by this individual who is protected by YouTube, so I won't even say their name, tweeted out, grand jury votes to indict Trump. Exclamation point. You can't really read in the text, 
but I get the vibe that this is with Jubilee. We've got Representative Eric Swalwell. The indictment of former president the indictment of a former president is a somber day for America. It's also a time to put faith in our judicial system. Donald Trump deserves every protection provided to him by the Constitution. As that unfolds, let us neither celebrate nor destroy. Justice benefits us all. Donald Trump deserves every protection. Oh, now he's trying to play fair. Oh, folks, um, I didn't have it here. I will cover it hopefully in the next episode. But we have Speaker of the House, former Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, actually not even understanding the law and saying that President Trump has the right to prove his innocence or something of that sort. I will cover it in the next episode. Obviously, folks, in America, you are presumed innocent until proven guilty. And Nancy Pelosi actually had statements to the contrary. Once again, these are treasonous, traitorous, rat bastards. Adam Schiff, the indictment of a former president is unprecedented. But so too is the unlawful conduct in which Trump has been engaged. A nation of laws must hold the rich and powerful accountable even when they hold high office, especially when they do. To do otherwise is not democracy. Of course, the irony of that coming from Adam Schiff is completely off the charts. Mike Levin, a congressman out of California, like any American who is indicted, Donald Trump deserves every protection provided by the Constitution and due process under the law. As that process unfolds, let us neither celebrate nor further divide. And let us remember that justice benefits us all. No one is above the law. Except, of course, the Clintons, the FBI, the Connected, and, of course, the Bidens. But let's end with this, folks. A statement from Taylor Budowicz of the Make Make America Great Again President Trump's spokesperson. This is not an indictment of a crime. There was no crime. Instead, this news is the indictment of a failed nation. President Trump is promising to peacefully end war in Ukraine, dismantle the deep state, and save our country by putting America first. For that, the political elites and the power brokers have weaponized government to try and stop him. They will fail. He will be reelected in the greatest landslide in American history, and together we will all make America great again. And that's what we want. America great again. People maybe in 2016, that didn't resonate with some people. When was America ever great? But you are a complete ignoramus and dumbass if you can't see that America was great under President Trump. And even those who weren't for Make America Great Again in 2016, definitely should be on board for Making America Great Again again in 2024 given the four years of peace and prosperity under President Trump. They will fail. He will be reelected by the greatest landslide in American history. I'll just leave it at that. I wanted to say more, but for obvious reasons, I won't. And together, we will make America great again. But I also hope that entails the jailing of these treasonous, traitorous rat bastards. Folks, I have been your host, James, Black Conservative Patriot. Uh, we bring you real news every day on this program. If you're on watching this on YouTube, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Also, uh, don't forget to check out uh, or, or press follow on any podcast platform you may be watching this on. 
Don't forget that we have a sister YouTube channel called The BCP Report. That is where my eldest daughter, BCP Juniorette, reports the news. No analysis. She just gives you straight facts. Make sure you check that out. She's got an episode coming up here shortly. Also, check out my other show, BCP Unfiltered, in which I have yesterday in episode uh, 313, episode 3, excuse me, season 3, episode 13, I had a conversation with BCP Juniorette. And we talk about uh, all kinds of things that we can't touch on YouTube. Go check that out. A 30-minute conversation with my daughter, the reporter, on our sister channel, The BCP Report. You can catch that at therealbcp.com. You can catch that at bcpextras.com. Or you can catch it in podcast format. You can also watch it in video format over at spotify.com or listen to it in a podcast format. Uh, the links to everything are down below. The cheat is just go over to bcppodcast.com. Uh, until the next one, ciao, goodbye, God bless. A big hug to all of y'all. This is going to backfire, and we're going to make America great again. Again. Thanks for joining us on Open Source News. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and turn on the notifications bell so you don't miss out on any real news.